Southland may not be suitable for all audiences. This show contains political, sexual, and violent themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions, as well as on Twitter at the South LND Pod Twitter account. Welcome to Southland! It's summer in LA, and as the heat radiates in waves off the pavement, the city pulses with life. But despite all the usual excitement this season brings, this year it comes with a sense of unease. Over the past couple months, a rash of mysterious disappearances has put a pall over the community. The local government is far too quiet on the issue. The people know that we can do plenty to keep each other safe. This is Summer in the City. When last we left our Angelinos, uh, they confronted the sorcerer that we now know as Michael Weber uh, at the Solvang Bed and Breakfast where they were staying. Uh, there was a very short fight before the party realized that Michael was very scared and had attacked them only under duress. Uh, they learned that Michael is a sorcerer who has loved ones taken by the church and is only following Dean's orders in hopes of rescuing his family. It seems as though Michael has been made by the powers that be, and the rest of the party agrees to take them on as an ally. Everyone gets a well-deserved rest, and the crew heads all the way out to Whitley Gardens in the morning. Uh, You all park a good distance away and hike to the encampment. Uh, You see an incredibly gray and dreary scene, and you are drawn towards a tree in the town center. Uh, So with that, we're going to get back into it. Uh, let's start off with some fun facts, get to know our, uh, our players and our characters. Uh, I'm going to go in the order I see you guys on the Zoom screen. Uh, so let's start with Patty. Okay, you're just giving a free, a free ad for Zoom right now. And Zoom, please <laughs> sponsor us, please. <laughs> hey, Zoom, get at us. Hey, Zoom, I don't want to pay for my subscription anymore. What's up? <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Patty, and I play Stephanie Perez and a fun fact about Stephanie is that she just reached 1 million Twitter followers on her gossip blog. Ooh, that is a fun fact. All right, uh, Saren, let's go. All right, uh, I play Talia Hirsch and a fun fact about Talia is that uh, they started uh, seriously learning and paying attention in Spanish class uh, so that they could impress Ileana's parents. Aw, that's so cute. Let's go with uh, Whimsity. Oh, uh, my name's uh, Whims. I'm playing Michael. And uh, Michael's special effect is very similar to Saren's in that Michael learned Infernal to impress Nathan. <laughs> Aw, cute. We've got we've got this, a similar mind track right here. Um, all right, Emery. My name is Emery. I play Isaiah. And my fun fact about Isaiah is that he gets three pedicures a year, one on his mom's birthday, one on his grandma's birthday, and one on Mother's Day, where he always takes the three of them out for pedicures together. That's oh, so cute. adorable. <laughs> That's adorable. That's so good. Uh, and last but certainly not least, Hunter. I'm Hunter. I play Cass. Um, 
wait, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm Hunter. I play Cass. Uh, my fun fact about Cass is that he once waded out into a creek and got a leech on him and picked the leech off of his leg and ate it. And Ethan accused him of being a cannibal for it. Oh <laughs> Incredible. That went a lot of places. Yeah, um, really did. Like to, I really did I not like predict really, where that was going. <laughs> I like to really paint a, like a, a, a wonderful picture in my, in my storytelling. Yeah, that was riveting. <laughs> Thank um, you. All right. Uh, hello, folks. I am Lalo. I am your DM. Uh, my fun fact about me, uh, since we are in the more northern part of California at this point, uh, I will just say that I personally grew up kind of back and forth between uh, California and Colorado, but I've only ever been to NorCal exactly once in my entire life, even though I've spent so much time in California. And the, pretty much the only thing I remember about NorCal is I was in San Francisco and I had a panic attack on a trolley because the hills uh, made it like being on a roller coaster, which I really hate. Um, mm. So I don't really have any interest in going back to San Francisco. And that's my fun fact. That's delicious. Oh. Northern California is kind of bad. Yeah, don't go there. Um, the only reason to go to Northern California is to see the sequoias and then you see them once and then you've seen them forever. What if I really, really like big old trees and I want to go more than once? Uh, you can I, go more than once. They're I there. think Hunter is the only person who's allowed to go to Northern California. <laughs> and I won't be <laughs> That's a threat. I won't be allowed. <laughs> I, 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 I want to counter that I don't think that the Bay Area is Northern California. Uh, it's, like cent- it's like central. Excuse me. Just, just a thought. Uh, that's that. I think of like Sacramento and Chico and stuff. I guess so. It's northern to me. I would say it's northern California. Okay, we're gonna get really in the weeds. Let's start the session. Let's <laughs> uh, okay. say that's you a- are being homophobic by telling me that I personally cannot go to Northern California and stick my dick in a huge tree. <laughs> According. Uh, to- <laughs> Can that be the origin story of how somebody um, multi-classes into Druid? While we're out oh here? my god. Oh no. Okay, we have to get started. I'm putting it's gonna be me. I personally right am. <laughs> okay, alright. Um, alright. Uh, so with that, let's, let's get into it. Uh, so you guys have just gotten to Whitley Gardens. Um, it is, uh, as I said in the, at the end of the last session, it's very gray here and it is empty. Uh, which is pretty creepy. Uh, it's not only empty, it's like when you look around at like the houses, which I described like it's basically split in half um, so that there are like nice family homes on one side and like basically uh, concrete like I don't even know what to call them, almost like small prisons. They're not, they don't look fun to live in. Uh, on the other side and it's kind of it's very like one side is living comfortably one side most certainly is not um uh, but anyway you see that all of the windows on both sides of the town uh have been blocked out so that you cannot see into any of the building no one is out neither to greet nor fight you uh some people have even put like wood or stone barricades in front of their doors um, 
just uh, just before, uh, I just want to say that before we like entered in, could I have done like a ritual detect magic? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually let me get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, because I do want to do that, but it's gonna be a little bit big, and I just there's something I want to hit really quick. Yeah. Um, as you guys are walking through town, uh, Stephanie, you feel your phone vibrate. Um. Huh. And you look down and you see that you have a new follower on Twitter. Um, you it, you don't know who it is. It's just somebody. Like, just another random person on the internet who followed your Twitter account. I don't usually check their profile anymore. Yeah, you don't care, honestly. But what you do care about is that this now puts your follower count at exactly one million Twitter followers. Hey. And and when you have that realization, your phone begins to glow like bright gold in your hand. And it's like, you feel like for a moment, you, you, if you, even if you wanted to let go of your phone, which you don't, you can't right now. Um, this is better than a pop hear, socket. Yeah. And you hear a voice in the in your mind, none of you're with the rest of the group, but none of the rest of you are hearing this voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear a voice in your mind, uh, and it sounds kind of familiar, but it's not because it's someone you know. It's because this voice sounds like Lady Gaga, um, <laughs> and. Uh, Suddenly, yeah, you're hearing the voice of Lady Gaga in your head going, OMG, wow, you are an icon. You're perfect. You're beautiful. You look like Linda Evangelista. You're a model. Everything about you is perfect. You're going to change the world, honey. It's fame. Uh, And after you hear that, you know that you have been contacted by fame itself um and you feel a power surge through you that you've never felt before uh and basically you are a warlock now to the patron of fame um you see stephanie all of a sudden out of nowhere to the rest of the party you just see stephanie go oh so this is what it's like to be part of the in crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So, looking at this very, very gray, dreary town, and uh, Michael, upon the approach, you had readied, uh, or like prepared a ritual detect magic. Uh, so that's that's ready now, and you are detecting magic in this area. Um, <clears throat> Michael, you've lived here for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Were you born here, or did you just live here for a while? Uh, my mom was inducted into the cult when I was young, after my okay. parents' divorce. So, I wasn't born here, but uh, I- I've lived here for a while. Okay, gotcha. So you've been here for a while. You're pretty familiar with the magic energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, you know what? I you don't have to use detect magic. You know what's up here. Um, I will say with the detect magic, I'll let you use it. Um, With the detect magic, you don't really detect anything different than what you know is already here. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's definitely, like, a 
bad vibe, but like that's not new. You already you yeah. know kind of what the deal is here. Um, no, none of the houses are like contain any sort of magical aura or emitting any kind of magic. Um, but I will tell you, uh, you pretty much would know this already, but I think Detect Magic is going to confirm it for you. Um, as you're walking through the town, you all kind of feel yourself very drawn to this single tree in the center of the town. And there are trees uh, in in other areas of, of this encampment. Uh, it's a pretty like desert-like environment, but there are trees. Um, this tree is definitely different, and for a lot of reasons. The longer you're here, the more apparent it becomes to you that like there's no color here like it's it's gray in a way that's not just like weather it's literally like everything is less saturated um and like yeah even just a mile away where you guys left your vehicles mm -hmm. things were not this like desaturated but like here in the actual grounds of whitley gardens there there is a there is color but it's like it's paler than it should be it has less vibrance mm -hmm. this tree however is bright lush green and deep deep brown um like this tree is full color it, it even is maybe more colorful than trees you'd see elsewhere um uh, and I, I take a picture and post it on my uh, Twitter and just says, wow. <laughs> Incredible. Um, and yeah, you can just feel that I, I, you can tell basically that this tree is a siphon for magic. Uh, like th this tree is, it's not like it, it was, isn't like sucking the magic out of you guys, but something about this tree, like saps magic and energy from everything else around it. Wow. Uh, um, is it sexy, though? It's really, really sexy. It is a fucking hot ass tree. Uh, it is a hot ash tree. Oh, no. It's, it's one of those trees that's about? kind of shaped a little funny, so it looks like it has just a big fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ice. I, I say to everybody, uh, I say to everybody, hey, watch this. I just got this new app just now when I reach a million followers. And I press a button on my phone and I ma cast Mage Hand to slap the ass of the tree. Oh my God. <laughs> Incredible. You do that and that happens. I take um, a TikTok of it. You do what? I take a TikTok of it. Beautiful. Of me doing that? Yes. Um, uh, Isaiah, your TikTok immediately gets like 10 likes, which is not that many, but it's right away. Um, right. So, pretty, doing pretty good. Uh, so, anyway. Um, yeah, tag me, you'll get more. I would say uh, everybody uh, make an investigation check when you're looking at this tree. Um, you guys are kind of investigating the area around the tree um, because it's. Uh, like you can tell that this this tree is very very magical and very powerful and also uh worth noting isaiah last night when you spoke to your grandmother she specifically told you to go to the tree yep 
right. Um, so I don't know if you, if Isaiah would have shared that with the rest of the group. Yeah, I think that that's probably why they're headed. We're all heading there. Makes sense. Um, so you guys are all looking at the tree. You're investigating the area around it. Um, it's honestly, yeah, basically what you find uh, is you're you're looking all around the tree. You basically find a patch of grass that you can move. Um, so uh, when you move the patch of grass, you find a manhole. Um mm-hmm. Or a, a manhole oh, cover that leads oh. to a manhole. Oh, um, shit. A manhole? That's what I call my underwear, a manhole cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's dark gray, and it's... Plumbers it's, are pretty gay. Pretty gay to be thinking about another manhole. <laughs> pretty gay to be a plumber, Mario. Um, <laughs> I, I, I shape my mage hand into a fist and put it down the manhole. Oh, Jesus. Stop Wait, I have a... I'm gonna cast Chill Touch, which is... Which is the... <laughs> Never is mind. That, no, is that gonna thing. tighten up the manhole? Oh <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's an undead hand. Rest in peace. Okay. Oh, great. Uh, so, yeah, but it's covered in, like, runes. Um, it, it's not, like, a normal manhole that has the normal manhole stuff. It's covered in, clearly, like, magical runes. Um, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, and, um... match the rune that's on Stephanie's thing? It does not. None of them look like that rune. Um, but, uh, anyone who would like to can make an arcana check. The natural 20! Well, perfect. I'm so glad that happened on So great, you got it. I got an 8. Okay. Well, Talia... Uh, you are looking at this manhole cover. There it is. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful, gorgeous. And you, everyone sees the runes on the actual cover. Uh, Hang on, I got a 25 too, so I'm just, I just wanted to let you know, I don't know if you heard me. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, I, well, the, the information, so Cass and Tall both see Everyone sees the runes on the actual cover. Cass and Tall, you both see that there are runes scratched into the dirt around it. Okay. Um, and Tall, with a natural 20, you figure it out immediately. Um, and you reach down and turn the manhole cover so that the runes on the cover align with the runes around it. Um, I, 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 I'm so glad someone got a nat 20 because that was going to be a tricky one to figure out. Um, <laughs> uh, but you got, yeah, Tall, you get it immediately with that nat 20. You're like, Do oh, they start glowing? Yeah. yeah, they start glowing. And now, like before, if you had tried to lift the manhole cover, it wouldn't have lifted. Now you can lift it like it's nothing. Tall um, tosses it. So yeah, you with that you enter uh, the it, it. There's a steep drop down with a, a ladder, um, and if you would like, you can head on down there. Quietly, Tal goes. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so you guys head down, uh, and the like tunnel down is just like stone. Cylinder, ladder, nothing special about it. I use uh, my mage hand to hold my cell phone and turn the light on. 
So we have a light. Oh, brilliant. Um, well, yeah, so you, as you're going down, you do need that light, but as soon as you get into the tunnels themselves, you don't need a flashlight. It is brightly lit down here. Uh, it is not like what you would expect going down a manhole is like a sewer system. Uh, this is not that. Uh, this is like well lit hallways with like white tiles on the floor, walls, and ceilings. Like it's all white reflective tile down here. And just like bright, bright fluorescent lights. Like so bright that your head immediately starts to hurt when you get down there. This is like public um, school. Isaiah breathes a sigh of relief and says, I really didn't want to crawl through shit today. <laughs> Polly is over to Michael. Did you know this was down here? No, I, 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 okay. I never saw it. Okay. Uh, Michael kind of looks at... Uh, uh, Michael kind of just looks at everybody and is like, I should probably do something. Uh, he's going to look at Stephanie, who looks like... Uh, maybe isn't the physically toughest in himself. Uh, I'm just going to do a quick twin spell protection from evil and good on both of us. Just in case. Thank you. I do have an 8 constitution and 40 HP at level 8, so I'll take it. <laughs> um, so yeah, you are... Um, uh, before down. we go, can I ask... Um, Isaiah, what, what did your grandma know about this tree? Why do you think she knew to go here? I probably should have asked more follow-up questions. You know, you're distracted. Feelings are distracting. I've learned that recently. Yeah, she didn't really say. She just told me to investigate the tree, to go to focus on the tree. I'm really hoping that she's being held here, honestly. Oh, I will fully fuck somebody's shit up if they're fucking with her for you. Yeah. Trust me. You're a good friend, Stephanie. We've come a long way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then this is what the, the film critics call um, character growth, but I don't really know. Who knew that being famous would make you better? <laughs> it's not too late, don't worry. <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, are entering into these tunnels. Uh, the first thing is that the lights are really, really bright. Uh, the second thing is that uh, as soon as you get down here, like you can tell there's audio just like constantly playing down here on a loop. Um, and it's playing from a speaker system that you cannot see. Like you don't know where the sound is coming from. Um, and it's this like calm, deep voice and no role necessary. Michael, you know exactly whose voice this is. Uh, this is a recording of our John Weber from when he was alive. Um, you never, obviously, he wasn't alive in your lifetime, but you know his voice. You've been. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. Well, he might still be alive. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can tell that it's our John Weber, and you can tell that he's reading uh, from one of his animatrix books. Uh, and he just is reading 
Um, the most pure and natural of all human instincts is the desire to survive. This desire is innately good, but pain and evil can warp our efforts at living. When we or those around us deviate from rational thinking, we develop physical and mental markers of our pain. My program will work on both the unconscious and conscious mind to uncover these pain points and release us from them. We will once again be able to focus on survival, not on suffering. Uh, and it just goes on like that uh, for a while. Uh, but the minute you get down here, you really don't feel good. Like the combination of this like nonstop audio and the bright, bright lights makes you feel bad. Uh, and so I'm just going to tell you guys what the mechanics of this are just directly in, in like table talk terms. Um, every five minutes that you guys spend in this tunnel, uh, you have to make a DC 13 constitution save for every five minutes that you're down in this tunnel. Uh, and it is about two miles long. We're going to say that probably each mile will take the group about 20 minutes. But have you considered that we're gay and we speed walk? We do. That is true. Mm -hmm. We'll call it 15 minutes. Yeah. That's 30 minutes in total. And I, due to Tall's autism and ADHD, I'm going to give them disadvantage on this save because Fair this enough. is yeah. incredibly overstimulating. Oh, no. Yeah, it makes sense. So they have disadvantage on this. I makes have sense. a question. Yes. If I cast silence on our way as we're exploring, will this help us? I think you have to see the target, right? No, silence oh. can just be cast around you and you don't receive any. That's a good. That's fuck. Holy that's... shit. You know what? I will say. How long does it last? Uh, Where's the duration? Up to 10 minutes. So I would have oh. to cast it a few times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'd have to cast out a lot. You'd have to use like all your spell slots on that. You could save it for if we're getting fucked up. Yeah, let's do the first couple, and if like we're seriously fucked up, we can switch to that and have like the next two saves be fine. I want you to make three constitution checks right now, just right off the bat. Uh, so basically what happens is uh, each time you guys failed, you are taking 1d4 of psychic damage. Um, so Talia, after your first uh, 15 minutes in this tunnel, you've taken four damage. All right. Uh, Michael, you've taken three. Uh, Isaiah, you've taken two damage. And Cass, you've taken four damage. I eat four damage for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is really, really getting to Talia. Well, uh, in after you've made it one mile through this tunnel, you find just sitting in the middle of the tunnel uh, a black backpack. Um, and uh, if anyone does, anyone go to pick it up. Uh, yes, Cass okay. wants to pick it up right now. Cass, you pick up. Uh, wait, wait. I mage hand it. Yeah. I don't want to take risks. Fair. Okay, you may turn the idea of Cass running in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cass approaches to pick it up, and uh, Michael may hands it first. 
Um, we can't take risks here. This is real fuck. Yeah. Uh, you guys uh, open the bag and you find um, uh, five pairs of very large dark sunglasses. Like think of like the kind you get after an eye surgery that like uh, oh. the enclosed like mm-hmm. around your yeah. Uh, so you get or like five the kind you are the dentist. Yeah. For the light. Exactly. And they're like very dark, shield you from the light. Uh, and um, five pairs of earplugs. Okay. Uh, well, now that seems too good to be true. Cass, I want to do an arcana check. Uh, you absolutely can. Uh, go for it. Well, Is somebody cutting something? Oh, no. Sorry. I'm messing with my pen. Oh! <laughs> Isaiah wouldn't think to do Arcana, but he is going to do Investigation. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip That's all great. this, cast, uh, cast uh, Detect Evil and Good. Okay. Well, what did Cass get? It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, he got a 12, so I don't think he saw anything anyway. What was Isaiah's Investigation? I got a 9. You got a 9? Um, and... Uh, Michael cast detect evil and good. You don't detect any any sort of that presence. These are just sunglasses and and earplugs. Okay. Uh, but even on a nine, uh, Isaiah, you find this in the backpack. There's a note in there. Uh, sure. A handwritten note. You open it up. Uh, it's in very neat, tidy writing, uh, <laughs> and it says, uh, "Great job for making it this far, kids." Proud of you. I'll see you soon. Signed, Dean. Fuck! Fuck him! Fuck! 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 Uh, Michael thinks for a minute not to put on the the, the glasses and the earplugs just to spite Dean. <laughs> but Paul is like shaking. Like yeah. this tunnel is really, really getting to them. But also, they're like. They're like, I can't give him, like, the satisfaction of. <laughs> so are you guys not going to put on the, the sunglasses? I don't think, I don't think Michael does. Okay. Michael's I constitution Cass saving will. throws. This is the sort of shit I think and... Michael has gotten used to in the cult. And it's not hurting him as much as it could hurt everyone else. Gotcha. Um, uh, Stephanie would like to say, hey, um, you know, my intern just made a new uh, app for me to use, and I'm, I'm going I'm to try it out really quick. And I'd like to cast Infallible Relay to reach out to Dean. Okay. Let me Google that spell really uh, quick. With this spell, you can target any creature with whom you've spoken previously, as long as the two of you are on the same plane of existence. When you cast the spell, the nearest functioning telephone or similar device within 100 feet of the target begins to ring. The target must make a successful charisma saving throw or be compelled to answer your call. Okay, what's the charisma? What's the DC? Uh, Holy shit. Eight plus three plus two is 15. Wait, 15. no, it's 13. Excuse me. 13, okay, let me, God, I didn't expect to have to pull up Dean's character sheet today, but here we are. <laughs> um, goodness gracious uh, I mean he has insane charisma but uh, uh it's a save. 
Yeah. It's a save. It's a save for him to feel compelled to answer. He could also just answer if he sees my number pop up. But he doesn't you know, probably have a, my number saved. That's a good point. Well, I'm gonna roll the save just to roll it. Oh yeah, I mean he he beats it easily. I think he would have had to roll basically a nat one to fail it. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, he is gonna answer. Um. So he picks up the phone and you hear Dean's voice go, Stephanie, great to hear from you. Hey bitch, you're on speakerphone. We just got your gift, by the way. We know you know we're here. And we're gonna <laughs> kick your fucking ass. Yeah, I tell him. Nothing less. Uh, you know, it'd be easier to kick my ass if you put on the sunglasses and the earplugs. Just FYI, I don't want you guys to suffer down there. Uh, you know, if we needed your petty gifts, we would have asked for them. But you know what? We're fucking good. No, Cass has his on already. <laughs> Cass, you're, we're on speakers. Like, you guys can do whatever you want. Cass. Oh, sorry. No, he doesn't <laughs> say anything. I just wanted to let everyone know. Okay. Cass already has his on. <laughs> The, uh, Dean just goes, well, that's your decision, and, um, I, I mean, you're making my life easier, I suppose, so, uh, is there anything else you need from me? Well, we're happy to make your life easier because there's not much left of it. If you could that, that would be great. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll take that into consideration. All right, take care of kids. You know, all right, great. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'll waste my only spell slot on being ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. No, I like it. Fine, it's fine. And I uh, haven't been down here, so I can't cast clairvoyance on him. Fuck! Uh, Paul really so hates it, but they they can't keep making the saves with disadvantage. Like, they decide to... Uh, slip on uh the sunglasses and put in the earplugs and you see like like half of the tension in their body immediately bleed out <laughs> i feel that yeah uh so uh whoever is not putting on the sunglasses and earplugs uh go ahead and we meet, roll me three more constitution saves they don't seem to be dying Isaiah's got put on them too got it Uh, Cass says nothing to do about a trap except spring it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's caught. That's gonna pass. Uh, and that fails. Alright, so. Hubris. It's fine. It's 1d4 damage. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as the fucking lightning bolt I'm gonna shove down his throat. I stole some delicious nut milk, so I'm okay. It's, it's probably spoiled Patty. by now. Uh, so, uh, Patty, or, sorry, Stephanie, uh, failed all three of her constitution saves. Oh no. Uh, uh, gonna... Michael only failed one. Uh, so, Michael, you take two more points of damage. That's uh, Stephanie, 
Stephanie, you take eight points of damage. Oh, uh, M, sorry, I'm just now seeing you have a hand raised. What's up? Um, I was gonna cast silence for the second half of our journey anyway. Can I just? Oh. Yeah. It's for I 10 think, minutes. Yeah, I think that's worth doing. So actually, yeah. in that case, uh, are you gonna cast it twice? Yeah, we can definitely cast it twice. Okay. I have lots, I'm fine with that. Okay, if you cast it twice, uh, then I will say, Michael, you take no damage. Yeah. Uh, and Stephanie, you take two damage. Like, you know, some of these verses, they don't sound so bad. You think it's one of those things where the church got corrupted over time? Because it's like good shit, no, you know? No, no, it's no, like, no, 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 You know, no, it's like, no, no, love no. yourself, take care of yourself, you know, take care of our, like. Oh, start that way. Yeah. No. It, it was, it, the, the point of the cult was to make money from the very beginning to prey on people who were in not great situations. That's you evil. Can, you can write bad, you can write good stuff with bad intentions. Maya, Maya puts a hand on your shoulder, Stephanie, and says, maybe we table this discussion for right now. All I'm saying <laughs> is I write, I write bad, good shit with bad intentions all the time. Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, you guys make it to the end of this tunnel, um, and you reach a set of double, like, iron double doors. Uh, and if anyone tests the doors, you will find that they are completely unlocked. You can just open them. Okay. I'm going to break out a fun new spell that I just it is called Greater Invisibility. Okay, we can do it on we can do it on uh, uh, we can do it on Stephanie just so that like mm -hmm. if combat breaks out, Steph can get the sneak attacks and stuff like that, or uh, you know, run around and get stuff. I like being invisible and all, Isaiah, but I can't take selfies like this. Oh my god! <laughs> I gently bump my shoulder with her. <laughs> Just willfully ignoring the fact that you know she's dead serious. Oh my god. <laughs> um, you know, I'm an influencer now, so my oh followers want to know where, we, where I am. If Let's... you can figure out where we are, then you can post it. You know, having a lot of people know where we are might not be a bad idea in case we also, like, die. Right. You're underground. Do you have any cell reception? Oh yeah, What's I pull out, reception? I, I just take a, like a random picture on Instagram not to post it, but to see what the location tag pops up as. The location po tag pops up as Whitley Gardens, and Stephanie, you have service. Cool. Interesting. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah. Are you guys, are you guys heading in? Uh, Let's. Sure. If there's, yeah. we don't hear anyone. Bothering with invisibility. That can be like a later plan. Yeah. I still get invisibility. Cast politely not? opens the door. Uh, you open the door. Um, it is. Uh, as soon as you open the door, you can tell it's dark in here, like barely lit at all. Like in, in contrast to the hallway, like that, those fluorescent lights aren't in there. You're not going to need the sunglasses. You're not going to need the earplugs. It's uh, dark. Um, and actually, 
uh, when, as soon as you open the door and you can see that it's pretty dark and shadowy in there, uh, Beck, who's been standing next to Cass, disappears. Um, oh, bad. And then reappears a moment later and says, I checked it out. It seems empty in there. Oh, Wait. less bad. That, yeah, to, Beck is a shadow mark. So with that, you guys are able to like head all the way in. Uh, and you feel like you've entered like a corporate office building. Um, like the first room you enter is full of like literally like desks and cubicles. Like you're in an office building. Um, there's, uh, there's no personal touches like on any of the cubicles. And when you look at the computers, uh, they're not on. And actually um, go ahead and make an investigation check on the computers. Can I look around for like a light switch? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make, yeah, you can make an investigation check for that. Um, 25. Okay. Uh, so Stephanie, not only are the computers not on, uh, all their wires have been cut. Like they're, they're completely useless. Like M uh, or Isaiah, uh, you find a light switch, uh, you turn it on, it does nothing. If we break into the computers, do they still have hard drives on them? They do. Yes. Take one of them. Just like, take it. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you can go ahead and take a hard drive. But actually, Stephanie, with that investigation check, uh, you do notice something else uh, that has nothing to do with the computers. Um, there's like almost basically nothing in this room. Like it, it, it seems like an abandoned, like empty office building. There's really no like paperwork, files, pretty much anything. Uh, you do find a page, uh, like a piece of paper, uh, sitting on the printer. Um, and you see a typed letter. Uh, and I am going to drop that in the Discord right now. Oh, read it in character. Session notes. Yeah, Stephanie, you can go ahead and read it out loud. Is this like an old printer? Like, does that those little things you can peel apart on the side? An uh, old printer? Oh my god, I'm too old. Never mind. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm 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 twenty. A dot matrix printer. <laughs> I sure, Grandma. Let's get you to bed. If I speak slower, <laughs> do you understand me? <laughs> okay, Grandma. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Stephanie finds that letter, and if you would like, you may read it out loud. Web initiative, honoring R. John's legacy. Beloved congregation, the time has come to earnestly complete the work our founder began so many years ago. Some of you are still old enough to remember the moment of his glorious ascendance. The great and noble founder has reached the space between. It is now our duty to bridge the gap between our world, the liminal space, and the world, no, worlds beyond. We will take survival to the next level, not only surviving, but reaching heights of enlightenment never before thought possible. See, this doesn't seem that crazy. Okay, Stephanie. Our, our, okay, now it says our fearless founder. That's a little weird. Our fearless founder glimpsed into the realms unknown and made contact with a god being. One of our great forefathers. This being granted him the power to ascend and join forces with it. And dear ones, he has spoken to me from beyond. He has told me that we can all follow in his footsteps. 
we come unto gods ourselves. The time has come for us to seize our full potential by harnessing the innate magic of our brave sorcerer volunteers. Ooh, uh, we will build a web to connect all known planes of existence, unite all living beings once and for all. We will live in perfect harmony and ultimate power. The time is fast approaching and we must all do our part in making the Founder's great dream a reality for all, even the unenlightened. We will free the world from the shackles of suffering. Here's in service. McPherson. That little bitch. Yikes. 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 Wait, why was this left here? This feels oh, like... Sorry, one one more thing. Um, there was a title that didn't get copied underneath uh, Dean oh. McPherson. I, I just forgot to copy it when I was pasting the letter. Uh, but th advisor. that's his title. Dean McPherson, principal advisor to the captain. Who's the captain? Captain... Um, Michael, Michael, do you know? You, Michael, you would know the captain is the person that they, the, the term that they use to describe the person who's currently heading the church, uh, which at this point would be Michael Green. Uh, yeah, uh, it's Michael, the other one, not me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. wait, Captain. I know this isn't it, but this would be very, very um, funny if H.J. Whitley was just like a guy that Dean McPherson, like, fixated his culty bullshit on so that he could make money. And by funny, I do mean, like, tragic, obviously, but it would be kind of funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Funny in a this-is-a-fictional-world kind of way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, you guys get that letter. Uh, there, yeah, all what? of that. Can I, can I roll, like, investigation or insight as to why it would have been left here? Like, if Dean is doing this for a reason. You can roll, yeah, you can roll inside if you want. I'm rolling really good today. Let's stay hot, y'all. Oh, there it goes. Help <laughs> action. 12 total. Help oh, action. Michael's, yeah, help action. Oh, great. That one's worse. Oh. Damn it. Guidance. Okay. Roll a d4 oh. at it. Oh, with another d4. Okay, that's 16. 16. Wonderful. I cleared something. Uh, with a 16, you don't know exactly why Dean left this here, other than basically that he likes fucking with you guys. Like, it, it is there to upset you, um, and to they, like I, he is he is dropping little hints about what his plan is, oh, and that's part of it. And it is also there specifically to piss you off. It's pretty clear Living in harmony. It's pretty what's clear that if this is a base of operations, this is some kind of crazy cult. Shocker! I gotta all, say, all the all the wires are cut on everything. It seems like they're nearing the drink the Kool Aid moment. Otherwise, yeah. that'd be a huge waste of money. Yeah. Become unto gods ourselves. The time has come to seize our full potential. We will build a web to connect all known planes of existence, unite all living beings once and for all. Yeah. That actually, sounds awful. It's worth oh. noting. It's worth noting. Michael 
this is not your first time reading this letter. This letter was sent to literally everyone who is part of the church. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that would make sense. That, that would, uh, Michael's kind of like looking at it and is like, yeah, they sent, they gave this to everybody. This was, Mike, Michael's like, I, I was kind of, you know. When did they send it? Must have not been that long ago. Yeah, really recently. Like, probably. Before your mom and sister were taken. Yeah. So what's that, a week? Two weeks? Or so, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> the, the, the... Three, everybody from the shackles, shackles of suffering sounds... Good. No. No, no, no. It sounds no. good! It Steph. sounds like eugenics. That's eugenics. Oh. Yeah. And I don't know, this sounds like hive mind crap. Which and fits in with 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 what Dean and H.J. Whitley seem to want, because above all else, they seem to want control. That's what cult leaders always want. Yeah, and uh, become unto gods. That's uh, that, that that that. This whole thing is creepy cult bullshit. I'm just gonna say it. That this is it's not creepy great. cult bullshit, and he probably left us probably left us this fucking letter to creep us out with his creepy cult bullshit, so Wait, we should probably keep moving. I, I have a, I have an off-the-book question. How is the shackles of suffering eugenics? I'm just curious. Oh, uh, that's like really, it's really similar to like, dis, you know, like that rhetoric that, uh, you know, that, that, uh, you know, uh, creepy genocide is used to like you know oh disabled people are you know in constant uh, pain and suffering so let's just kill them so that they don't have to you know suffer anymore mm-hmm. um but yeah it's similar to the it's similar to the it's similar to like you know nazi bullshit you know they're always in pain so let's just kill them and you know make sure yeah. Yeah. or the attempt to fix them yeah right. Yep. Because it doesn't, this doesn't scream Fix or die, not just, you know, yeah. it's not like disabled people can ever, you know, actually be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very that. Um, uh, so I will say uh, that's pretty much the only thing. Stephanie got a pretty high investigation. That's the main thing you find in this room. Otherwise, it's pretty empty. Uh, you can t- see there's pretty much only one door out of this room. Um, and, uh, it, the door is actually propped open, so you can see through it. Wait, but this is an uh, office building. They don't have, like, a little coffee break room? I want to see uh, if they have any, um, like, coffee made in the fridge. This is a weird <laughs> cult. I don't think that they have one of those. <laughs> uh, you, you can see, uh, through this open door, it's propped open. You can see it leads to a hallway. Um, and the hallway leads to a dead end, but there are doors on both sides of the hallway. On the way out of the room, Stephanie says, no 10-minute break, talk about shackles of suffering. (laughs) Uh, I... I'm creeped out about this. I'm I'm thinking of something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go into the hallway and see what's up, at least first. Then I'll make my decision. Uh, so you see this hallway has six doors, three on each side, um, and only four of the doors are labeled. Uh, so the first door on the right side 
leads to the is labeled as the cafeteria. The first door on the left side is unlabeled. The second door on the right side is labeled the electrical closet. The second door on the left side is labeled the filing room. The third door on the right side is unlabeled. And the third door on the left side is the advisory office. I'm immediately thinking about the two unlabeled and the advisory office. That's what I'm thinking going into. Gotcha. I'd agree uh, if we're going to like, you know, if we're, go- if we're going to split up, then we should like, or even if we don't, the, the unlabeled ones are probably, Michael, can we trust the labeled doors to be accurate to their labels? I don't know. I've never been down here. I can, I can do a little something. I can check one door for free, at least, without any of us going in. What do you uh, guys think? Not scared. I uh, look at I, I look at Isaiah. Uh, do you think we should check the unlabeled ones first, or do you think we should uh, trust the, you know, the actual labels on the doors? I think the labels on the doors are probably accurate, but maybe not to our logic system. Maybe to a crazy cult logic system. I really yeah. think Michael can check a door. He should check an unlabeled door. Mm-hmm. and go there. I definitely want to see what they have in the filing room. Okay. Uh, I will check. I'm thinking it's either one of the unlabeled or the advisory office that I need to check with uh, with clairvoyance. Gotcha. Um, Which should I go for? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think this is something that Michael would talk over with everybody. So if anyone has yeah. any ideas, that's what I would go. I, I would probably go with everyone else. I, I but, pop something in the Zoom chat while Yeah. Up. Uh, while everyone is talking, Stephanie moves forward and just opens the door to the electric closet. Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm you, uh, you, uh, open the door to the electric closet, uh, and you see a pretty normal electric closet, but you also see, like, a control panel in there. Um, or actually two separate, like, control panels. Um, one... Um, is uh, labeled like defense mechanisms, uh, which you can kind of surmise might relate to the tunnel. And it basically is just a lever. Uh, right now it's turned to on, but you could easily turn it off. Um, and the second panel uh, it just uh, says access to room six. Um, and there is a uh, like a number pad. You, it looks like basically that this is a keypad to let you access the, the last unlabeled door. Um, as may, may, implying that maybe right now it is locked and you couldn't get in. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's a keypad, a, a number code. Uh, you don't know what code you have to put in that. Doesn't um, matter much to me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just take a picture of all the control panels and everything on my phone, um, just in case later I need to pass remote access to music from far away. Gotcha. Uh, cool. 
Uh, do you tell everyone that the sixth door is the one that's locked? I mean, y'all could have your conversation first, but yeah, I would say that. Cool, and that's the one I'm going for. Okay. Okay. Uh, you cast clairvoyance, uh, and it appears in a hallway. It's a dimly lit hallway. Uh, it's a, a, yeah. So basically, this this door leads into another hallway. But this is a pretty. It can't even really be called a hallway. It's like a short, narrow chamber, uh, on each side of which are two rooms, uh, and they have windows into them. Uh, almost like interrogation rooms, basically, uh, with the, the 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 glass that's like you can see in but not out. Um, can Michael see into those rooms? Yes. Okay. Um, on one side of the hallway, you see one of the rooms. Uh, it only contains a metal table, uh, two metal chairs, and a large uh, generator almost like machine well actually not that large but like a rectangle like janitor generator looking like machine sitting in the middle of the table uh and on both sides there's wires going out from it uh with connected to two metal rods um this room uh tall you are pretty sure this is the room you saw in iliana's video uh where uh it was Mika and uh, Dean were arguing. Um, and this is that, that you could see that they were sitting at a table holding something in their hands. Uh, you would uh, surmise that they were holding these two metal rods. You don't really know why or what they were doing with it. Uh, but that that room you recognize as probably being the room that, that Ileana was filming in. Through the window to the other room, you see something very grim. There are seven cylindrical glass chambers. Uh, they are they have like gold glowing circles around the tops and bottoms of them. And they're fully enclosed. Um, in each one of these cylinders, there are seven of them, you see one of the missing sorcerers. Uh, Aida, Nora, Sean, Lance, Ileana, Hector, and Nathan. Uh, they all appear to be unconscious in these tubes, uh, and all of them have small, like, IV-like tubes uh, connected them at various points of their bodies. Uh, it seems like a glowing gold liquid is flowing out from them into the tubes to somewhere. Uh, um. Almost immediately after seeing Nathan, I'm going to attempt to message him. Okay, got it. Uh, what do you say? Nathan, 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 are you okay? Are you okay? Are you there? No response. Uh, Tall notices that Michael has gone silent and is no longer narrating what he sees and Tall, like, snaps their fingers and, like, is like, they don't actually, they don't, they don't snap their fingers. They, like, sort of tap Michael gently, so like, what, what are you looking at? What are you, what are you seeing? What's, what's going on? Sorcerers are in the left room. Ileana and Fuck! Nathan are in there. Uh, I try to message Ileana. I say, uh, I say, hi, 
My name's Michael. I'm friends with Tall. Can you hear me? Tall is trying to. Is the door unlocked? Is the. No, it's locked. No, That's why you, I cast clairvoyance through it. Tall is. Fucking. Can Tall make an attack against the door? Tall is trying to break down the fucking door. Uh, we just need to find the code. Uh, Tall doesn't yeah. care. Make an attack against the door. Uh, but let me actually resolve this message thing. Okay, okay. You message Ileana, uh, and you, what did you say exactly to, to Ileana? Ileana, I'm friends with Tall. We're trying to save you. Are you awake? Are you aware? Um, yeah, you message them that. It takes a second for a while. You don't hear an answer. And then all you hear is very like faintly and weakly. Tall's here. I, I message back. Yes, yes, yes. Tall is here. Tall is here. We're trying to get you. Uh, uh, you hear one more response. Again, it takes a little bit. And uh, you hear uh, Ileana go. Filing room. What? The... The... The, the code. It's the filing room. And then right. you, you don't hear anything else. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to cut us past that and use Dimension Door to, to get two of us in. You, ex- you Dimension... Uh, excuse me? Excuse me? Dimension oh. Myself and Stephanie, who is a rogue and can me. lock to that room. Okay. Holy shit. Like, just fuck my lore, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wasn't ready for this. Okay. Wait, no, I want the lore. And me out of character. Who wants the lore? <laughs> cute. Um, cute. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Stephanie. Um, okay. Yeah. This is a very short-sighted plan because we need to get the access code so that they can get out because no, you can but dimension no, door. No, I understand. Uh, I mean, while they're doing that, uh, uh, Cass and Michael <laughs> and Tall can go to the filing room. To yeah, that's what we'll do. Yeah, let's. Let, okay, so I don't think it's short-sighted. We'll, I think it's. Yeah, I Wait. think it's a good call. Actually, Cass, I, I think it's a good call. You know, Cass. You know what you could. What we could maybe try is to start with one, 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 Check. and then move to one, 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 two. Two. That's so slow. Let's let's just start with. Uh, one. Michael, do you tell us that? This... Uh, it's a, uh, the, uh, Ileana got back to me. She says the code's in the filing room. Let's fucking go. Go. Uh, uh, I... And Stephanie are already in there. I don't think Isaiah even told Stephanie. Just yeah. kind of grabbed her arm and then said we're going. And then we went. Uh, okay, I I was okay with going, but you didn't tell me we were going to teleport through a wall. Well, we're here now, and Isaiah immediately runs to his grandmother, just hugs her, just looks at her, tries to figure She's out. She's in the- a tube. She's in a door. She's uh, there's a door in between you and a tube. Yeah, she herself was in a tube. Okay. Yeah, she's in a tube, but I'm assuming I'm assuming you dimension doored not to the hallway separating the two rooms but into the actual room container. Yeah, it's the room itself. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so yes, you are in the room with the sorcerers. They're all uh, inside these tubes. You are not sure how to get them out. Okay. Can I investigate investigation check to figure it out or perception? Um. You. Yeah. You can roll an investigation check. Okay. Well, fuck. I hope Stephanie rolled something good because I got a five. I got two plus eight, ten. Um. Yeah, these these tubes are are out of y'all's league. You you are stumped on how to open them. I'm just just to be clear, I am going to keep concentration on clairvoyance as long as possible. Yeah. In case some shit goes down in there, uh, and I'm gonna say, uh, oh, I, uh, as we go into the filing room. Yeah, so uh, we'll cut back to Tall, Michael, and Cass in the filing room. Um, as soon as you guys enter the filing room, go ahead and give me investigation checks. Cool, okay. Um, you can also 20. use pers- Yes! Holy shit. Okay, everyone roll, but holy shit. Uh, I got an- I, I only got an 8 plus 2, 10. Okay. But Michael got a nat 20, so. Michael got a nat 20. Cass, what'd you get? I got an eight. An eight? Okay. Yeah. Um Tall shaking too badly to be of any use. Cass, uh you you kind of just are d- pretty distracted by the if you can see it, but it's incredible. on my gay die. Fucking oh, gay die true love. Uh Cass, you are thinking about uh how many different number combinations there are of a four digit code on a keypad and the number zero to nine and that's kind of consuming your thoughts right now there are uh, ten thousand there are ten thousand you're just like staggered by that um tall you actually find the most obvious thing in this room uh which is a bright green sticky note uh that reads access code one nine five three uh and you also see a small bronze key on a like red string uh, that's just like tied around one of the cabinet handles. Okay, Tall grabs the access code and grabs the key and puts the key around her neck. Gotcha. Um, <sighs> Michael. <laughs> okay, you, you're. There is so much I have to tell you on a nat twenty. I don't know how to condense this. Um. Okay, let's start with the the easiest stuff. Uh, You find dozens and dozens of documents on H.J. Whitley. um, Who, Michael, I don't know if you really think about H.J. Whitley or know that much about how H.J. Whitley is involved in this. Your whole focus has been on the cult, on R. John Weber, on Dean. Uh, you don't really know the whole H.J. Whitley part of this puzzle. Nope, uh, has not been explained to me once. Yeah. Um, I do pop it into, like, a backpack and was like, that's interesting, we'll keep that. <laughs> uh, later. you find tons of documents. Uh, and on one of the documents, what you find uh, is the names of a list of gods. Um, you it's you see like a short explanation that H.J. Whitley was a celestial patron warlock who was pledged to multiple gods, um, and you find 
uh, a list of all the gods he was pledged to, which I just popped in the chat. Um, you find, yeah, so it's seven different gods. Uh, uh, you see, uh, it's Beshaba, goddess of misfortune, Siric, god of lies, Ilmater, god of endurance, Lathander, god of birth and renewal, Kelimvor, god of the dead, Merkel, god of death, and Merkel. Mishra, goddess of night. My man has so. his fingers in so many pies. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, a list of seven different gods that this guy is pledged to. Um, Probably that in a backpack as well. That'll be interesting for later. So I know it's not my turn right now, but did you say Urkel, God of Death? Urkel? <laughs> I said Merkel, which is probably the wrong pronunciation, but yes, Urkel, God of Death. He <laughs> kills someone, and then he's like, oh shit, did I do that? Shut okay, anyway. Um, oh, so, I'm old and I'm the only one who gets the reference. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you find that list of gods. Uh, you find a document explaining uh, that he developed Hollywood into a giant room. Um, basically, uh, roll a quick little history check. History? It, yeah. I, it's going to be back... a tough one. Yeah, my, my background gives me proficiency, but I only have plus one in intelligence, so... Ah, uh, 18? 18? Yeah, I'll give it to you on an 18. H.J. Yeah. Um, Whitley is the founder of Hollywood. Yeah. He was a land developer who founded and developed Hollywood as a city. He's often credited as the father of Hollywood. Um, you learn that he developed Hollywood basically into a giant room that worked such that he was constantly at the center of it, no matter where he went in the city. Mm -hmm. um, and the rune basically worked to channel all the magic of the seven gods that he was uh, pledged to, like directly into his body. The rune basically siphoned magic from every other part of LA into Hollywood, uh, making him really, really powerful as long as he was in the, the neighborhood of Hollywood. Um, and when he died, of course, uh, he lost control of the structural planning of Hollywood, and the rune has since been broken. Um, but you find a map with his original layout and a map of Whitley Gardens, and you can tell they're in the exact same shape. Yeah, yeah that's what um, was going on upstairs. Yeah. Uh, and you also... Okay, so that's... That again, you. I have so much shit to give you on a nat twenty. Okay. Um, the next thing you find is a little bit more relevant to your own situation. You find uh, journals that were handwritten by R. John Weber himself. Um, and uh, the first entry is dated Ju uh, June third. 1953 uh which uh june it, 1953 is also the code that talia found uh so i guess i'm gonna i guess i'll send you all these journal entries but then i'll also read them uh or actually you know what you you can go ahead and read them out loud if you want okay. uh limbs. so i'm gonna just drop uh all of 
uh, these journal entries. June 3rd, 1953 reads, I have finally done it. I have glimpsed into the realms beyond. I always believed that the liminal space must uh, to be empty, but something spoke, something too powerful to comprehend. Vastly and cosmically beautiful. It beckons me closer. I must join it. June 3rd, 1956. Uh, the being asked me to call him H.J. He was a warlock in life, but he has ascended. He is a being of immeasurable power. I will pledge myself to him as he asks. He will grant me the ability to shape the world to my desires. He tells me one day I will join him. One day I will join him. June 3rd, 1972. All is going to plan. Uh, H.J. says everything is in place for my ascension. I have built a congregation for him in the prime material plane. The fools have no idea how much of their energy, their magic is being used to feed him. I care not for who it, I care not who it hurts. We will be united. I will fall to my knees before him. I will finally thank him face-to-face for the gifts he has granted me. June 3rd, 1979. He tells me to be patient. I yearn for him like I have no other. He is my God, my reason, my everything. I only wish to be in his presence. Fruity motherfucker. Uh, Preparations have been made uh, and the whole city will watch me fall into his arms. Today is uh, June 3rd, 1980. Today is the day I feel euphoric. He will grant me the power to heal this wretched world, all worlds beyond. The two of us together, we will fix what has always been broken. Okay. Seven sorcerers, same shit's going on here. There's another ascension planned, probably for Dean. Definitely for Dean. Also, diversity win. The diversity win. Ideology in organization led to the kidnapping of your loved ones as a gay man. <laughs> now you get why I said that. Now I get it. <laughs> Give me back my- <laughs> This egomaniacal maniac is Gay. Wait, that so that that's literal when it says I'll fall to my knees before him and finally thank him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's a horrible euphemism. Is it? Oh some, my god. I think it's pretty if funny. Sure Look, so, some people like giving heads. That's all I'll say about that. Anyway, all goes into the backpack. Like we could deal with this shit later. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get all of that uh, on a nap twenty. Um, and yeah, God. Okay. I looked um, at all. You got the code? Got the code. I and got the a key. whole bunch Let's of go. other shit. Um, a point of order. Can me and Isaiah be taking a short rest? How long is this going to take? Uh, yeah. Take it. You, uh, let's call that you and Isaiah can take a short rest. So, uh, Isaiah, I don't know if you recover any spell slots on a short rest. Yeah, we do. Uh, but I know. Uh, get Bardic so- back, I think. Okay. You get Bardic back. Which is good. Um, so, uh, yeah, you I guys find a place are to plug to, my phone in. Yeah, you guys are able to take a short rest. Um, Stephanie, you're scrolling on Twitter uh, during your short rest, and um, you are getting a lot of new followers today. Like, a lot of new followers. And every time you get a new one, like, your phone just emits like a little bit of golden light just like bing um and uh you every time you get that new follower you feel like the the source of magic within you just like start to replenish i almost feel like a social media justice warrior (laughs) (laughs) oh my god uh so yeah tall michael and Cass, uh you are able you you've got the code slam that shit into it and like 
Yeah. So you go back into the electrical uh, closet, you can find that panel, type in uh, 1953, uh, and you can literally like hear the, the click of the door and you know it's unlocked. Okay. Run to that. Oh, uh, Isaiah. Isaiah is doing dumb emotionally compromised shit. Um, the first thing I want to do is roll an arcana check to see if I can understand the spell, uh, like if there's any type of spell going on to like, um, pull the magic. I'm assuming that's what's happening with the gold liquid coming from the tubes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead and roll arcana for me. God, my rolls are trash today. Mm-hmm. I got a five. You got a five. Um, Yeah. I will say uh, your assumptions are correct. Uh, that, that's all I really can give you on a five. Uh, but definitely the, the glowing gold that is flowing out from them, that's magic. Can I give the help action by shining my phone light on it? Sure, yeah. So yeah, go ahead and roll again. Okay. Arcana, arcana, arcana. I'm like still tweeting, but I'm like, have the light on. No, that was worse. I got a nat one. Oh, okay. Well, we will take the higher roll either way. But yeah, so you, you can tell that like, yeah, these tubes are siphoning the magic from them. You don't know where the magic is going. I am going to use Dispel Magic at a fourth level spell slot, which automatically ends the effects of a spell on the target if the spell's level is equal to or less than the level of the spell slot you used. So if the spell that is cast on them is level four or lower, it automatically ends. Okay. And then otherwise you have to roll. Hmm. Yes. Doing it at a third level might be smarter because I don't think that this is fourth level shit. It feels higher. Well, you know, you know what I'm honestly just going to say, uh, like just the, the honest truth of what's going on with these cylinders. This is not a spell effect. Machinery. Yeah, this is this is tech. It's magitech, which is worse. Yeah, it's, it's magical tech. So like it is technically kind of being run by a spell, but you wouldn't be able to dispel magic on it if, if it makes sense. Like it's not a spell effect. Um. Then I'm going to call Stephanie over and I'm just going to try to fucking rip this tube out. <laughs> rip, the, rip the tube that's pulling um, the stuff off the tube my grandma is in. I am not thinking clear. I am acting. Hey, Lalo, can I use this ability? What? I just Under, put it in the Zoom chat. Can I use this ability? Actually, you can target a computer, computerized device within 30 feet of you if the targeted device is home is otherwise actively used by a living creature, the creature must succeed on the uh, intelligence saving throw. Your spell save DC on a failed save. Targeted device ceases to function until the end of your next turn. The targeted device is not held or used by the creature. The DM makes a special saving throw for the device at disadvantage and a plus zero modifier. Special uh, Certain shielded devices may negate the disadvantage at the DM's discretion. Or okay. Determined. Interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, Stephanie, you can use this. Uh, first, I want to say to Isaiah uh, that the, all the tubes are inside these cylinders. So there's nothing for you to yank. Okay. Um, I'm kind of assuming that this is not going to work long term. I'm just trying to give Isaiah long enough time to like speak to his grandmother. Yeah, I am going to negate the disadvantage, but I will do the, the plus zero modifier. 
Um, Your spell save DC is 13, right? Yeah. These uh, cylinders shut off. Uh, As I said, when I first described them, there was like a glowing gold like ring around the top and bottom that turns to just like a dark gray. Uh, And the cylinders are shut off. Do we get in by the time this happens? Yeah, I'd say like you guys are entering as this is happening. Oh, fuck it. Uh, does anyone have shatter? Anyone have shatter? That's probably maybe not good. Well, hug. I can punch Blast. it really hard. Blast I- people's flesh. I'm gonna do something very risky when I see Nathan. I'm gonna try to lightning bolt it. To- Don't do that. Don't do that. I can just punch it, Michael. Yeah. Okay. At this point. As the entire party has entered the room uh, with all the sorcerers and these cylinders, the whole room, and indeed the entire building you guys are in, starts to flash with red lights and an alarm. Fuck, I knew it. Fuck it. Uh, And you can hear that the door that you entered from all the way back, uh, like you can hear it click and lock shut behind you. Fuck. Damn it. Um, and another door uh, deeper in this room that you're in behind the cylinders uh, opens up and Dean and Janessa, uh, who Michael, you will recognize as uh, Dean's like long-term girlfriend, kind of the celebrity darling of the church currently. Yeah. Dean and Janessa step out and also with them are uh, Gustavo, who... Uh, Cass, Isaiah, and Stephanie will recognize as their old friend Haywood's roommate, who was the person they witnessed being kidnapped that brought them all together. Uh, you see Gustavo, he's a big, muscular, uh, half-orc. Um, and you also see Mika, uh, who Stephanie, you, this is, Mika is why you got invested in the case. Um, she was another, or the, one of the most recent people to go missing, a celebrity, uh, you got really invested in, in, uh, trying to find her, um, you see both of them, uh, with Dean and Janessa, and the entire space of their eyes are like a jet black, um, and, uh, they look ready to fight you, and, um, I would say roll initiative, but we're actually going to end the session. Boo! Fuck! Boo! <laughs> Boo! Boo! Don't worry, y'all. Coming! This is a minor setback. Well, that was one of the What's going to happen next time? Oh.